welcome Kathleen to uh, our <laughs> second episode of um, Go Well Podcast. Yep, thank you for having me. No worries. So, um, obviously Kathleen, you work here um, as a naturopath and you also have um, your own business, Naturopathy. Yes. Would you mind maybe just giving us a little bit of a run through of how you got into this phase, maybe why you did? So um, my name is Kathleen, I'm a naturopath and medical herbalist and um, I look at my clients' health through a holistic lens, um, that means taking into account all lifestyle, dietary um, and provide supplements and herbs where, where required. Perfect, awesome. And um, what kind of, I guess, led you into this field in the, in the first place? Yeah, so for me, that would have been um, my personal health reasons, um, finding that um, there were some things that were quite difficult to um, navigate or accomplish through the conventional healthcare system and looking for alternative approaches to, um, to health and well-being were um, kind of just the natural um, cause of events. Sure. Yeah. For your, um, for your own journey, I guess, so how did you um, get started? Was it with your own research? Did you speak to an naturopath? Or, um... Um, so I personally actually went and saw a, tr- a traditional Chinese herbalist. Oh, nice. Um, just uh, with my own family background, that's kind of where we naturally um, lean towards. Um, but then I also... Um, through that discovered naturopathy um, from a Western um, standpoint as well. And um, that was also quite captivating to me to to learn more. Is that something that you incorporate in your own work, um, the traditional Chinese aspect? Yeah, definitely. As it's something I grew up uh, grew up with and hearing about from my, my own parents and grandparents, it's definitely shaped the way that I look. Um, at health holistically as well, sure. yeah. So you kind of incorporate that that perspective, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Nice. Um, so I, I've heard you speak before about how, I guess, the breadth of different things that we can affect or or help instigate some kind of change uh, with naturopathy. Um, I guess, broadly speaking, what aspects? Are you a conventional person that comes in? Well, generally, what are they what are they looking for? Do you think? Um, in terms of clients, mm. yeah. So that can really range. Um, I am really passionate with working with women um, for a lot of women's health um, conditions. So um, I get quite a few, uh, quite a lot of women coming in with um, existing uh, hormonal conditions or even. Uh, just a whole list of symptoms where they suspect they might have something deeper going on. Um, but at the root of it, a lot of these things c- comes back to things like gut health, sure. um, nervous system stuff and all of that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's something that you hear, or at least I'm hearing a lot about at the moment, um, is the whole concept of your overall gut health, um, the environment of your gut, um, I don't think probably your average person really understands what that means. Yeah. Um, do you think you could 
shed some light on that for us? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a whole lot of information out there on the internet that can make things quite confusing. A little bit. Um, yeah, but for general gut health, um, it's a really important aspect of our overall well-being um, because not only is it where we digest our food and absorb our nutrients, but also helps to... Um, detoxify and excrete waste metabolites um, from the body um, at the core of our gut health is our gut microbiome which is a very delicate and intricate um, balance of uh, bacteria sure. um, that colonize the gut um, it has huge influence on not just how our gut functions but our general um functioning as well so uh, for example 70% of our immune function resides in the gut as well as 90% of our body's serotonin which is produced by the gut as well. Wow so huge role then in all sorts of functions Um, that's super interesting yeah so I guess it's the main way that we're influencing the gut then I guess through our diet or is there some other factors at play? Diet is definitely a huge part of that Um, So um, going back to those basic foundations of good nutrition, eating um, uh, whole foods, having um, plenty of variety and colors of um, produce, lots of fiber um, and antioxidants, uh, getting quality sources of protein, healthy fats and carbohydrates, as well as incorporating fermented foods into the diet. Okay. So quite varied. Yes. So you wouldn't subscribe to some of these diets that are out there? Is it kind of best fits each person? or? Yeah, I would say, um, for me at least, I look at each person individually and we craft a plan that uh, is specific to their, to their needs. Um, but in a general sense, when it comes to um, nutrition for gut health, um uh just look for anti-inflammatory foods so that comes in a lot of your um fresh fruit and veggies um fiber also has a lot of fiber fermented foods um eliminating any triggering foods that you know um you react to bone broths are also particularly great and really healing for um gut integrity yeah and is that just because of the density of nutrients in bones? Yeah, or? so that as well as um, the fact that bone broth contains uh, what's called L-glutamine and some of those building blocks um, for uh, gut, muco- gut mucosal integrity. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess for anyone listening, if they want to begin kind of taking some steps to maybe rebalancing themselves from that perspective, yeah. kind of where, where should they start off? Should they think about eliminating or are they building? What's the, uh, what's yeah. the idea? Yeah, so um, everyone is in a different place with their gut health. If you're somebody who um, feels like you're generally pretty good um, and maintenance is your uh, main goal, pretty much everything above that I just said, sure. um, plus throwing in a quality general probiotic can never hurt um but if you're somebody who uh, 
has an existing GI tra- GI condition or has got quite a few um, not so nice symptoms going on. Um, in clinic, we would look at um, repairing gut function, um, restoring uh, microbiome diversity, um, and that would be done through reducing inflammation, repairing the gut mucosa, and then bringing in certain supplements and maybe even herbs to help facilitate that process. So is that where quite often we're finding these onset symptoms is from the inflammation of the gut? Yeah, so... um, Leaky gut is a very common term that has been thrown around lately. Sure. Um, That is just, uh, I guess, the layman's term for gut mucosal uh, integrity compromise. Sure. Um, The reason I I ask in particular, I guess, is because I have two small daughters and um, she's met. And um, we've noticed that Florence, our eldest, is getting um, some strange allergic responses to some foods, yeah. which we haven't been able to work out that they are. Yeah. Seemingly, it's all food she's eaten before. Yeah. And um, I wonder if it's just her body responding, like having a kind of hyperimmune response to yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I um, see. So, yeah, um, hyperimmune response in the gut uh, can suddenly cause um, food intolerances to occur where they previously didn't. Um, where uh, I was previously talking about leaky gut mm. and how that is a disturbance in the gut, uh, in the integrity of the gut mucosa. Um, this is really commonly caused by uh, dysbiosis, which is an imbalance of that really delicate gut microbiome. So we're leaning towards less of the beneficial bacteria um, and less diversity and more towards the not beneficial bacteria. Sure. Um, and essentially for a lot of people, this you, you get into a bit of a cycle of dysbiosis, um, leaky gut, mm. immune response, inflammation, and, and, it just, and just, cycle. yeah, it just repeats. So um, in clinic, we like to put a halt on that and get to the get to the root cause as to why this dysbiosis has happened in the first place. Yeah. For many people, it's uh, multiple causes of um, antibiotics throughout their life. Um, it can be through um, poor diet. It can be even through things like stress, poorly managed chronic sure. stress. Yeah. It's a really wide reaching. I guess I probably most people don't think of their gut I guess is something that's so um, I guess independent of them Um, so I guess should we really be treating it more as its own kind of living kind of organism definitely Um, the gut has been quoted uh, to be the second brain of the body Um, so it um, in that sense it does have a really huge overarching effect on how other uh, body systems function as well and communicate yeah so I guess we've been I guess if we're looking at the gut as kind of the gateway the rest of the body systems is there some other areas of of our general health that um, you look at as an extra yeah so uh, the nervous system is another really huge one that uh, we look at in clinic um, as that can also have a huge impact on other body systems too so um, 
we we live in a very high uh, high stress, fast paced uh, kind of lifestyle in this modern day and era, um, where chronic stress is widely present in a lot of people sure. um, and oftentimes in a way that we don't even realize we're stressed um, so when we um, when we think about stress we um, think about putting our bodies into a fight or flight response yeah. and when that happens your body tends to prioritize survival over everything else so um, it shuts down all those functions that it doesn't deem necessary in the moment for sure. survival that's things like digestion and reproduction um, which is why we see a lot of um, tummy problems and hormonal imbalances in people these days yeah no that's i think that's probably true definitely of myself <laughs> yeah. i've been guilty of um i guess purposely running off stress to get things done yeah. sometimes uh, it's probably not the best so what are, what are some of the ways that you work with your clients to I guess address that yeah or... um it's looking at um everyone's individual lifestyle so um oftentimes because we're so rush rush all the time people aren't sitting down to eat or yeah. eating on the go that's eating while you're driving um and that causes your body to not feel uh, like it can relax in that moment to digest food properly. Sure. Uh, we're not eating our food very mindfully either. So oftentimes because we're in a hurry, it's just to get something in yeah. and then continue with your day. Um, so focusing on uh, making sure that we're uh, in a relaxed state, um, not just when it comes to food, but for um, uh, during a lot of other activities in our day-to-day -day lives. Sure. Yeah. So I guess kind of one of the, the sense of what I'm, I'm hearing in general from you is that we need to take a little bit more stock of what we're doing on a daily basis, yeah. what we're yeah. putting in our bodies, how we're treating ourselves. Now I heard someone recently talking about um, your life would improve if you treated yourself the way you treat a loved one. Um, if you loved yourself a little bit like you would do your, your partner or your children or your parents um, because we don't really look after ourselves, essentially. 100%, yeah. So I'm guessing part of what you're doing, other than obviously giving some people some, um, some education on things, is, I guess, nudging them in the direction to looking after themselves a little bit. Totally, yeah, because we it's, it's something that we all do uh, deserve for ourselves and we owe it to ourselves to keep our own cups full so that we can keep giving to others sure yeah. i guess now that you are of course educated on this and you're you're working in this field how do you how do you manage this for your for your own life <laughs> it's that's always a tough one yeah. it's always uh harder to take your own advice yeah of course um, but i guess for me um it's always it, it always starts from yourself, right? So like I said, making sure your own cup is full so that you can give to others. And sure. um, I do my best to try and lead by example um, uh, with clients and also with those around me. Yeah. yeah. Do my best day to day, but um, some days it's you, you fall off track, but that's okay. You get back on. Yeah, no, fair enough. You're only, only human. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you mentioned earlier, of course, I've seen in the course of... Um, working with naturopaths that 
you do obviously work with lots of different modalities, but one of the things you do employ is kind of humble remedies. Mm. Um, and I guess that's probably the thing that your average person probably wouldn't have come across. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about how you use that as a tool and what kind of the purpose of that is? Yep. So herbal remedies have been uh, used traditionally um, throughout time, throughout different cultures for um, medicinal and healing um, reasons. And um, what we what we do um, in the modern day as medical herbalists is use standardized extracts um, in clinic to create um, bespoke blends for our clients. So sure. that's the beauty of uh, herbal blends is that they're specific to each person mm. um, and we can add as few or as many herbs into one bottle to tackle um, different different things. Sure. Yeah. And I guess these are, you know, as you said, age-old, kind of time-tested um, natural remedies for things. Yeah. I know when we think about, I think we probably... Collectively, as a culture, we've maybe forgotten about the importance of maybe like the Silk Road and these spices and herbs, yeah. why they were so valuable. Um, what might be a difficult question to answer, but what are probably some of the kind of like top heavy hitters out there for, for herbs, for Ooh. different instances? Yeah. Um... Definitely tough to answer because each model is uh, completely different. Yeah, yeah, does different things. But I would say anti-inflammatory herbs are always a go-to. Sure. Um, and nervous system supporting herbs like uh, adaptogens, withania, also known as ashwagandha, is definitely a heavy hitter in my clinic. Yeah. yeah. So I guess obviously other than it's desired. Um, impact what's some of the, the benefits of using a herbal remedy in comparison to maybe a different um, modality yeah so herbs um, herbal remedies definitely provide a more I guess you could say natural approach to um, something like uh, medication drugs medications although um, they're definitely is um, there's definitely safety that's required when it comes to um, prescribing and dosing herbs. Sure. Um, just because they're natural doesn't mean they're always uh, completely safe. Right. So definitely um, take herbs under under guidance, Fair professional enough. guidance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That's no yeah. Too. They're definitely potent. Awesome. Um, so obviously, a little bit earlier, you mentioned about some of the different things. Um, that kind of be affected by your, your gut environment and those kind of things. Yeah. Um, you mentioned about serotonin. So I think a lot of people at the moment are, I guess, paying a little bit more attention to their own mental health um, and looking at ways to kind of address these things. I think a lot of it, most people approach it from the standpoint of, um, I guess, psychologically trying to work through different obstacles and things but from what you've said it seems like there's also a big physical component to that yeah yeah, um, yeah. so the working through things um, is a very important part of uh, mental health but at the same time um, 
like I mentioned, 90% of serotonin is produced by the gut. Um, gut health also plays a huge role um, in, in our nervous system as well. So uh, current research out there uh, is looking at what's called the gut-brain axis, which is yeah. that uh, bi-directional communication between our central nervous system and our gut. So um, they influence each other. The, um, the gut microbiome has a direct impact on our emotional and cognitive function and vice versa, stress can also impact the quality of our gut microbiome as well. Okay, so it's a two-way street. Yes, definitely. Right, that's complicated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get both sides right. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So then it's always a holistic approach that is usually um, the best kind of thing. Okay. One thing I'm particularly interested in is um, how quickly or how long it takes for your your body to reset after kind of slipping off the bandwagon. Yeah. So I know for myself that I try and have a reasonably varied, healthy diet, but every now and then I will do uh, something that's probably not great for <laughs> cheeky that. Cheeky Maccas. I'll have a, you know, a cheeky fast food. Yeah. Or I'll have a little bit too much to drink every now and then. Yeah. And I can feel my own physical setback of that, but in terms of my gut environment, is that just like, setting up a bomb down there or is it how does that look because that usually takes quite a bit of time to get back to i would say if you're generally um quite good with everything um it's life is all about balance so a little bit of um you know cheeky fast food or a few drinks here and there i wouldn't say would majorly disrupt um disrupt things um as long as you've got that consistency and you're able to get back on track um if you are someone with a more complex situation uh, when it comes to your gut health and or have a condition um it can take uh, a little a little wee longer uh depends on how your body responds to treatment um and how complex that treatment can be but the body is a really miraculous thing it knows how to repair itself it knows what it needs to do um, but sometimes it just needs a little bit of extra help yeah okay um so i guess there's someone out there that might be dealing with a particular condition that by the sounds of this that a naturopath might be able to help them with they're feeling a little bit, maybe a little bit vulnerable, maybe a little bit apprehensive about trying something new. What would be your um, your advice to them about getting started? Yeah, I would say you've really got nothing to lose. Um, everything that we do in clinic as naturopaths focuses on building those better foundations for your general health and well-being. Um, and that's always a really great place to start. Fair enough. Cool. Well, I guess... Um, to just to wrap up, um, kind of a question that we're asking everyone is um, if you were to describe the foundation of a, of a good, of a well led life, what would that look like for you? Oh, very loaded question. <laughs> um, if we're speaking strictly health wise, um, I would say, yeah, all the things that you know you should be doing. Um, so, yeah, good sleep. 
um, maintaining uh, stress and healthy nervous system, um, eating well for the most part, um, and um, yeah, staying hydrated. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Kathleen. No worries. Super Thank interesting. You. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs>